Hi, I'm Karen. This is Sean. Hi, Sean. This is Karen. Hi, Karen. This is Sean. Hey, Sean. This is Karen. Hey, ambiance? Ambiance. Ambiance. Beyonce. Do you hear anything? Rat City Radio. Rat City, this is Sean. And I'm Karen. And we are out of our long winter hibernation. Burr! Ooh, it was cold out there. Mm. We are so sorry for our absence, but don't you worry, fresh friends. We are back, and spring has sprung. This is Rat City Radio, episode 29, Sissy That Spring. We are delighted to have you here to discuss our new love, Brooklyn Bridge Park. And we have a wonderful interview with our dear, dear friend, Hunter, about Queen of the Night. And now... That's pretty! So Sean and I are big fans of a little show called... RuPaul's Drag Race! Start your engines! RuPaul's Drag Race! May the best woman, best woman win! Uh, (laughs) We actually got paid to do that theme song. Quite a hefty penny. Now sponsored by RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Um, Well, Sean really got me into it. Sean has seen pretty much every single season, I think, or every single season. Yes, I have. I was going to say of Rat City Radio, of RuPaul's Drag Race, (laughs) um, which is on the Logo Network. Yes. Um, And RuPaul's Drag Race stars somebody that you probably know, one of the famous, most famous drag queens of all time. Uh, RuPaul Charles. RuPaul. who everybody, absolutely everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's hosted by RuPaul, and it's a drag competition. It is absolutely hilarious. It is one of the funniest shows on television, hands down. Hands down. And I think it's one of the most competitive shows on television. These girls have to know how to do makeup. They got to know how to sew. They got to know how to act. They got to know how to sissy that walk. They got to know how to do everything. That's everything. In the world, in the I whole mean, world, that you need to know that you need to know, and the, so if you don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, we want to kind of invite you in. This is the final five right now, mm-hmm. so this is a good time for you to tune in. There's pick your fave. Uh, you can pick your faves, and we're just going to go over the top five really quickly. If you're entering the competition with this information, you can watch the top five. Yeah. Um, and there's a, the great thing about RuPaul's Drag Race is it has its own lingo mm-hmm. and just this, it just has its own talk that you find sometimes slipping its way into mainstream culture. It, exactly. It's some, some things from RuPaul are, are becoming part of the vernacular. It's true. I hear it all the time. People talk about throwing shade mm-hmm. all the time. And so very quickly, no tea, no shade basically means mm-hmm. no offense, but it really doesn't mean that. It means I'm about to throw a lot of shade at you. Exactly. Um, so that's um, a good one. Another one is reading a person. So if you, reading means you look at their face and you basically like tell them everything that's wrong with them, but you do it in a kind of funny way. So it's not supposed to be hurtful, but, but you're still is. reading them. Yeah. You're reading them and you can also read somebody's outfit. So I would say that you're and when you're reading somebody, you say that they're giving you something. So I yes. would say, Sean, without I'm gonna read you without outfit. You're giving me 1989 <laughs> um, Olympic World Cup. 
I don't know what to say. That means really sexy. Yeah. <laughs> like some, uh, some like Bruce Jenner. Oh God. That's what I'm reading. You say, and she, and so then I would say like, I'm giving 1995 Gwen Stefani right now. Oh, you wish in your dreams. In my girl. dreams, I'm giving that. So without any further ado, this is the power ranking of the top five. I guess according to us, the number five right now, who we mm-hmm. believe will be kicked off in the next episode, yes. is Adore Delano. Yes. To but, give you a little background on Adore. That's all we're doing right now. We're just giving background. <laughs> well, to give you um, some more background, if you're continuing to listen, Adore is a drag queen. Yes. She was on season seven of American Idol. She's young. She's very fishy. For those of you who don't know what fishy means, fishy means very feminine. Very feminine. Not one of those queens. It's a pageant queen. She basically shops at Forever 21 and brings her outfits to the stage. Like, <laughs> So she's talent. Like, in that way. Talentless. Like, she's not talentless, but the thing is, in the way of being a professional drag queen, knowing how to do hair, makeup, she knows outfits, nothing. she knows nothing. She does not know how to sew, which is deplorable on a competition like RuPaul's Drag yeah. Race. But what she does have is a lot of natural charisma. She's very comfortable, naturally she's very a funny. Performer. She's a performer and she's very charming and she's very mm-hmm. cute. She's very good looking. Yes. So this takes her far, but the problem is that she's kind of coasting along. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't, she literally throws together outfits that are from Forever 21, like Sean said. So that's why she's the next to go because charm can only take you so far. And when it comes down to actual co- uh, talent as a drag queen on the next level, she doesn't make the cut. Agreed. Next. Next, we have Darianne Lake. Darianne Lake. Who is one of our older queens. She is older. One of our bigger queens, which is not represented that much this season. No. And something that Darianne said when she first came on the show, she said, some of these queens are old. I'm older. Some of these queens are big. I'm bigger. Some of these queens are pretty. I'm prettier. And some of these queens are funny. I'm funnier. And that always stuck with me. And mm-hmm. I think that it is actually very true. Mm-hmm. Darian is one of my favorites, not one of Sean's, not which is why yet. we're putting here her up for. For Sean, it's a favorite of Sean. Yeah. Um, though I don't agree with it. Um, uh, Darian is very, very funny. She's very talented. A lot of her looks are very similar um, to each other, though, um, which can be and kind of a problem for her. her looks are basically like a big old shrug dress. Yeah. She needs more versatility by far, but... She has talent that a lot of the other queens don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Darian in a nutshell. Um, next we have Courtney X. Now, Courtney X hails from the country of Australia. She also was on Idol, Australian Idol. And she's kind of a known name in Australia for mm-hmm. being this unbelievably beautiful man. Like, yeah. This person looks exactly like a woman. The way that they they t- the other queens talk about Courtney is they say Courtney just wears some mascara and lip balm. <laughs> yeah, um, and which she's is good ac- to go. Yeah, which is accurate. And the thing, my problem with Courtney is yes, she's very beautiful, but I think that she doesn't do drag. Is what drag is no. a certain look, and she just dresses up as a woman, and I don't think that that's drag, like I real agree. drag. Well, and in a lot of her costumes, she had made for her professionally. Or she had designers make them for her, so she also has no seamstress abilities. Yeah, So she doesn't know how to do makeup. She doesn't know how to sew. Yes, she can sing. Yes, she can act. But is there anything past her dead blank eyes? Probably not. (laughs) No, she does not have a lot of personality. She has no vulnerability. They were, like, talking to her. Like, somebody, like, she said to Bruce, she said, you know, 
I'm, you know, I'm passing through like a lot of these challenges Mm -hmm. and I'm doing well, but I feel like the feedback is just kind of, you know, whatever for me. Like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm always just kind of passing, but with no real commentary. And, you know, Rue said that they needed to see more vulnerability from her. And, you know, she was talking to another queen and she's just like, you know, I'm just happy, loving life, like, blah, blah, blah. And the queen's like, you've lost me. Like, <laughs> we have nothing in common. Because no. nobody wants to hear that somebody's like, if you're having a conversation, you say, how are you? You don't want somebody to be like, I'm doing great. Life is great for me. Everything mm-hmm. is good. You know, living life, happy, peaceful. But you're like, we Hate have nothing that. in common. No, you can't have in com- anything in common with a person like that. There's no person behind it. So unless Courtney has like a big breakdown, I don't think that I can, I don't, I don't care about her. I forget about her every single time I think about who's still in the race. But then when I see those legs, ooh, I do not forget about it. I don't baby. forget those legs. That's true. Ooh, mama. Next up on the list, we have Ben de la Creme. Creme. <laughs> Next up on the list, we have Ben de la Creme. Do you watch the show? And why would it be Ben de la Creme? <laughs> ben de la Creme. I love Ben de la Creme. He, um, just character queen. Ben de la Creme describes his character as terminally cheerful, mm-hmm. which is very true. Always happy, very peppy. Kind of an I Love Lucy vibe to him. Yeah, and he did a really great, um, Maggie Smith, Downton Abbey, mm-hmm. in, um, Snatch Game. In the Snatch Game, which uh, got him first place, actually. And he was really funny. He's very quick. He's also an older queen. I really like him. He's cute. Him and Darian throw each other a lot of shade, um, which is tough. And Ben gets yeah. a lot of trouble. It se- they make it seem like he has a bigger ego than maybe they show in editing. Um, but I'm a big fan. He's very talented. Mm-hmm. He, She uh, can put together great costume, great makeup, great character work. Always bringing a game, lots of personality. Always very polished. Very polished, I would say. Um, and um, sort of um, uh, dignified. Yeah. Ben definitely knows what her style is. Yeah. Like, th- she is no... you. Whenever she walks out, you know exactly what she's going for and the mood she's trying to set and who she's trying to sell. 100%. Totally. Now. Number one. There's only one left. <laughs> and that is... Bianca Del Rio. It has been said in many circles, and I run in many circles. That talk about drag race. That talk about drag race. That if Bianca doesn't win, that they're just done. And that is totally true. Yeah, there's no reason. Bianca, she's an older queen. She's a comedy queen. So what a comedy queen is, is they are very quick. They read people. They're witty. They're fast. But she is genuinely so... Funny. Oh yes, all she's the an time. insult comic for like a living. She used to be, mm-hmm. didn't she? Used to be like a Broadway costume person. Yeah, so she knows how to sew. She knows how to do makeup. She knows how to stylize herself. Everything that she does is perfect. And she, yeah. even though she's like the mean queen, she helps. She helps a door cinch her waist. Mm-hmm. She's like, but don't tell anybody I'm being nice to you though. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's like a mother figure. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. So she's beautiful. Those deep dimples in her cheeks. Mm. Constantly winning contests. man, too, which is sometimes not the case with yeah. these women. Because they get so much plastic surgery done to look like a woman. Yeah. That it completely changes their face. But Bianca is a man. Yeah. And she's cute. Mm-hmm. I, I date her. I date her, too. So, 
like a billion times threat. He's never said that he couldn't do something. He's never been like, I, mm-hmm. this is out of my wheelhouse. He takes every challenge that comes to him. He's so good at costuming, makeup, so hilarious, always I, performing. I think that he's won like the past three weeks or oh, something. Oh, winning everything. Very sharp. Rue like cries laughing mm-hmm. when he talks to Bianca. Like Rue loves Bianca. Mm-hmm. Really talented queen. Really talented queen. So that is... RuPaul's Drag Race. Race. Top five contenders in in season six. Watch RuPaul's Drag Race Mondays at 10 on Logo. And then watch Untucked at 11. Next. Uh-oh. Now sissy that wow. Better beware. Ain't no tea, ain't no shade. But at the same time, bitches better get out the way. I'm a fam queen, mother of the house of no shade. My pussy is on fire. Now kiss the flame. And if I fly, or if I fall, least I can say I gave it all. Oh, see Rat City. Hey folks, it's Sean again. Did you miss oh, me? I, I did. Hey. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> nice to see you. Oh. So, it's springtime. Oh. The rats are out. Oh. And tops are off. Oh. <laughs> it's Rat City Spring. Yay. So, Karen and I. For Karen the last, and I. Karen and I. The king and I. The king and I'm the king. Wait, side note to this. Do you remember I had a big fight at trivia the other day when uh-huh. I was saying, wait, so I somebody was trying to say that the king and I took place in like Senegal. It's like India. It's Siam. See, this is the thing. <laughs> but I was saying that it was in China and somebody's like, it's Senegal. I'm like, you're a moron. Somebody screamed, it's Siam. This is a terrible side note, but yeah. we were all screaming like S names. Of well, country. you guys can, um, you know, Email us at ratcityradio at gmail.com and set us straight. Set us straight. <laughs> and the subject line has to be setting you straight. Yeah. We, we anxiously await your emails. Yeah, that's right. So springtime in Rat City, guys. Mm. For the past three, maybe four weekends, Karen and I have pretty much done the same thing. Not because we are sticks in the mud, but because we have discovered... <laughs> One of the coolest places in all of Brooklyn. It is unbelievable. This is Brooklyn Bridge Park. And it's not your mama's Brooklyn Bridge Park. It's not your little carousel and your little ice cream stand. There is a carousel and an ice cream stand. Yeah, but that's like way down the way. Brooklyn Bridge Park is now like half a mile long Mm -hmm. of good ass shit. (laughs) Picture this, folks. You're walking... You're feeling fine. Is that volleyball? What a mighty good time. Is that a restaurant? I think I'll have a beer. A pizza rooftop bar. Yeah, there's boys. And they're all naked. Okay, I'll stop singing. But I hate this a lot. There's so much stuff. So it starts out with all these beautiful playgrounds that adults can apparently play on too, because yeah. we did. Mm-hmm. And then there's this big open for Nino's, which is this Italian restaurant with the it's all the way open. Mm-hmm. Like anywhere you are, get big icy drinks, sit on the rooftop, sit inside, all easy breezy. 
all windows, all doors, huge and wide open. Mm-hmm. Move a little bit further, full sand volleyball courts. There's about four or five courts, and they are loaded with half-naked dudes. Shirts off. Damn. Set spike. Damn. Sean holding on to the fence, howling like a wolf. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's pretty damn nice. Bring your sunscreen, guys. Move a little bit down the pier. Let's go. Full Walking. soccer fields all the way down the pier. Mm-hmm. The whole skyline of lower Manhattan. Which is a stunning, stunning view of the city. Yeah, it's really beautiful. You know, Karen and I, yeah, aren't really the biggest fans of Manhattan. But Brat City, anyone? I know. But being in Brooklyn, seeing that skyline makes you feel so much happier that you do live in Brooklyn. But you can appreciate Manhattan. You can of look the view. one way and see Manhattan, but then you look the other way and you see how beautiful Brooklyn is as yeah. well. Brooklyn has never looked more stunning than from this view at Brooklyn Bridge Park. Agree. It's gorgeous. And the huge soccer fields, and then there's on Sundays, there's Schmorgasburg has an extension here. Mm-hmm. So just like a thousand like food tables and tents huge picnic tables with grills so if you want to bring the family the friends bring a bag of brewskis and a bag of meat (laughs) and a bag of corn and you can grill with your fam all the live long day you're right on the water which is insane because all other parks in new york city are just are confined by all of these buildings and these skyscrapers around you but this park it feels like you're in another place it's insane all the water they're even building a beach there this Mm -hmm. summer so that there's going to be um canoeing and kayaking and i hope that children don't play in the water but you know we'll we'll test the waters but they're building like an estuary and like some bird habitat there's gonna be a pop-up swimming pool yeah there's gonna be a pool that you will find us at faux show Uh uh-huh get an athlete's foot up the wazoo completely naked athletes everything athletes assholes Good. Um, they're building full basketball courts all the way down this pier. There's wide open grassy knolls and spaces. And it's like they built it and people came immediately. It's filled up. Mm-hmm. I We want to be there 24-7. Like there's no reason yeah. for us to leave there. No. We found this place by accident when we uh, ran all the way to the end of Atlantic Avenue. And mm-hmm. it is just stupendous. It is glorious. Well, well, the park used to, Brooklyn Bridge Park, you know, it's always been beautiful, but it was I want to say an eighth of the size of what it is now because it basically consisted of the ice cream shop and then a Less big grassy knoll. Yeah. yeah. And now it stretches basically all of Dumbo, Brooklyn Heights, like yeah, half, maybe it like touches Gowanus. Maybe. Just like the tippy tip. The tippy tip of Gowanus, but definitely all of Brooklyn Heights. Mm-hmm to Dumbo, which is an enormous amount of space. And there's just so much to do there. And, you know, this week we were, weekend, we were at a wedding by accident. We sat down on a bench and a wedding literally formed around us. (laughs) And we were part of the wedding and we stood for the bride. We watched the whole ceremony. We clapped and hooted and hollered with the best of them. Mm -hmm. We found sea glass on the beach, took a ride on the merry-go-round. We had some ice cream. We hooted at some boys. It was just... When you go there, it is just a beautiful day every single time. Yeah. And, and it's it's picturesque. I mean, the sky is blue. You've got the Manhattan Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge basically, like, in every picture that you're going to take. Yeah. No matter where you are, you've got that beautiful skyline. 
the water and the bridges and it it really doesn't get any better it doesn't it's like another world it literally makes me feel like I'm not here which is the best that I can feel <laughs> um and it's I, I just can't wait for it to be summer and for us to be in the pool and just like in the water a side note very funny joke um of course it's on the East River so I said to Sean I'm afraid if we go in this water the headlines <laughs> will read two bodies found in East River. And Sean said, headlines will read two more bodies found in East River. <laughs> but a bum. Very Sheesh. funny joke. Um, so yeah, go to Brooklyn Bridge Park this summer. And if you're, you know, a boy who's like in shape and like likes volleyball and like doesn't like shirts, just like email us and we'll be there to like rub oil on you. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's gonna love today, gonna love today, gonna love today. Everybody's gonna love today, gonna love today. Anyway you want to, anyway you've got to. Love, love me, love, love me, love, love This is Hunter, and you're listening to Rat Chat. Hunter Chambers in the house. Hello, applause, everyone. Um, folks listening out there, this is my best friend in the entire world, Hunter. He's Hi, Hunter. Hunter. He's visiting us from Colorado Springs. We met in college, but um, that's another story. Today we're going to be talking about Queen of the Night. Queen of the Night. It's a show that we went to yes. at the Paramount Hotel. Show. That's a weird way to describe it, though. Hmm. Part circus, part Moulin Rouge. Part sex orgy? Orgy. Yeah. Definitely orgy in yeah. there. Yes. So why don't you explain in layman's terms okay. what okay. the plot of this experience was? So, so I would call it an experience. So yes, the, that's a good The way. title is Queen of the Night, which a lot of people, whenever they hear that, they think of the Whitney Houston song, or they think of the aria from Die Zapperflöte, or the magic That's Flute. what I thought. Duh. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, it's the... Sing it for us, Sean. Help me sing it. Oh. <laughs> None of that. None of that. <laughs> that is really actually not very bad. Another light Thank applause. You. I mean, you turned into a monkey at the end, but it was good. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so um, basically they take the plot of the magic flute and put it in like uh, something that's like a circus, something that's kind of like uh, Moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. um, there's a little bit of like um, dominant, submissive sex it, stuff yes. going on. So to give you an idea of I said layman's term. <laughs> it's hard sex to... Sex is a layman's term, no? Yeah, doing a fucking sex. Well, so... Doing it what comes naturally. I speak the people's language. So what this okay. was, was you go in and people take you off into different areas and you kind of experience... It's not even a play. Right. Because um, mm -hmm. this sounds a lot like... Um, Sleep No More. Sleep No More, mm -hmm. which is Macbeth, but you walk around like a giant warehouse to different scenes. And this is the same producers of Sleep yeah, No More. Yeah, but mm -hmm. so it's like that, except that it's not a play. It's an experience of you walking around and talking mm -hmm. to different people and you two were separated when you first walked Immediately. in. Immediately. Yes. So we, your experiences were totally different. Yes. We, we walked in and we saw this man in a dress uh, taking people away from this line and both Sean and I did not <laughs> want to be separated so we both turned inches, inches apart and just started furiously talking about something and 
not 10 seconds later, <laughs> he came straight up to me, took my hand and said, you're talking too much. Yep. Yep. That worked. And then so that's 45 how the night started. minutes later. Do I say what happened to me? Yes. I think you do. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, if you have children in the house, you might want to lock them in um, <laughs> Lock the them basement. in the basement. <laughs> um, so I, I am led by my hand through the entire ballroom past the queen. She's kind of like meditating in the center of the ring. Like Britney Spears, and then we just we we go up this staircase, and he asks me if I want to submit, and I said yes. You said kader. I said kader, <laughs> and um, he told me to take my jacket off and to unbutton my shirt, the sleeve, and well, <laughs> um, and he takes out something called the violet wand, where he attaches these glass tubes, and. You know, like when you go to the science fair and you touch that sphere where there's mm -hmm. the electricity? Your hair just shoots out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's low voltage. The violet wand is a high voltage. So that um, you you feel like you're being electrocuted. And he takes <laughs> one, my other hand and he, he tells me to put it on his chest. And he was like, I want you to feel my heart as we do this together. And if it gets too much, push me away. <laughs> and so he he starts tr like electrocuting himself and then me and we go back and forth and then eventually he gives me the mark of the queen and he takes this one tool that looks like a pen and he does two circles and then a line to make a cue and then I do the same thing to him but he takes his shirt off and I do it on his chest and then he tells me to finish my drink and go down the stairs and then he vanishes and Hunter had this burned cue branded cue on Is his arm still? until the next day and do you still have it i still have some oh my god, god. yeah two days later yeah. hunter still has this electrocuted cue on his wrist and i wonder if they signed Souvenir. a waiver and they don't remember <laughs> so it feels like a lot of suing could go on for that so much yeah. suing and then so let's see what happened to you next so then i was like where is sean i've lost her and while this was happening to hunter he's being electrocuted i was in a room covered in shells and mirrors talking about love and drinking champagne so she was in therapy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and i was in in Berlin in 1925. Oh um, my God! Cut that! <laughs> cut that out! What? I hate you. What is that too obscure? It's just a little dark. It's man. too dark. Oh, okay. And All then right. I was. Oh no, no, no! I'm talking about the Kit Kat, Kit Kat Club. It was like a sex club in Berlin. This was pre World War Two. Yeah, that's too obscure. Oh, well, I was thinking of like World War One residue. The war never really ended for the Germans, I don't think. <laughs> oh no, I'm talking about like cabaret. Like Oh, that. okay, okay. Who okay. could know what the Kit Kat Club Well I'll leave this in. We'll know about it. So <laughs> I will educate this audience <laughs> yes. about the Kit Kat Club. So about 45 minutes into when you're here, the dinner begins. Right. And so you all go to your respective tables and they have the table's just filled with wine and bread and cheese and nuts and nut crackers. So you're just kind of savagely eating mm. everything. Pretty like Game of Thrones style, Very Game I would of say. Thrones and then the massive dinner comes out and we received a huge suckling pig on a spit. 
Yeah. Out on the table. But I feel like you're missing a big part of the story. What's that? His story. That hadn't happened yet. Oh, I see. So go on. Suckling pig. Uh, some people had Flintstones ribs. There were cages, cages. filled. Cages. Like with huge bird cages. Like gilt bird cages mm-hmm. that were like maybe three feet high that were filled with lobsters. Yes. And so you had to go around to each table and barter to get other types of meats and stuff. If you wanted them. I yes. mean, I was I was given the task of butchering the pig. So mm-hmm. I had to cut the arms and legs and head off and like cut up its breast and loin yeah. and uh, you know, do that right. Job. Typical Friday night for yeah. hunter. Exactly. Yeah. And I was elected to take the pig legs and just get more meat from mm-hmm. other tables. Yeah. So while this is happening, there's a dance show mm-hmm. and there's no speaking really. Really, at all. there's there's a little MC action at the beginning and towards the end, but mm-hmm. really and truly, it's just dancing, mm-hmm. uh, acrobatics. Um, none of the audience was talking, or none no of... people in the audience Pe- were having people a good time were, talking were talking, shouting, sure. and participating. Yeah. So Hunter, go on. Yeah, through that midsection, out of nowhere, this guy just takes my hand and leads me to a back room. There are no windows, no mirrors. There's just a table, and um, he asks me about my first time, and so I try very desperately to make it sound interesting, and um, at that point, he says, take everything off that you don't need, and so I take my jacket off, and then I take my shirt off, and then I was like... (laughs) And then he said, and then he, he sensed that I was hesitating and he said well every time you take something off i'll take something off so i'm like okay because this guy looks like a version of ryan gosling Mm. oh i did not get that before oh Oh. so (laughs) i start disrobing and i quickly realize i'm gonna lose this game because you know he has gloves and garters and two socks on. but did you take your shoes off like one shoe at a time or were you not that clever i rushed it oh i rushed it you could have gotten it's a him minute kind man of far. over here. Yeah, you could have taken off a shoelace when he took off a garter. He just wanted to see Dick. I just wanted to see him naked. And he, yeah, didn't. and that's what I'm saying. He could have seen him naked if he I had know, done it I the know, right I way. Know. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm. Eventually, <laughs> it gets to the point where I have nothing but my underwear on, and he says, "Well, if you take everything off, I have a present for you." And I want the present. Of course. So I take my underwear off and I'm totally <laughs> naked. Like, to- like there's nothing on me except my skin. And um, then he comes up to me and pushes me like against the table and takes my left leg and wraps it around his thigh and then takes out a marker and writes a Q on my thigh. And then he puts his <laughs> leg around me and I do the same thing to him, but I write my initials. But he's not naked. No, he like he like had Plus, gloves yeah. and vests and <laughs> several vests. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it was like a clown car of clothes. So, like, yeah. the more he <laughs> yes. took off, the more clothes the more he, he had, had underneath it. Um, so he we write our initials on each other, and then he turns around, and there's this electric pink vial of liquid, and then he pours it in my mouth and says, "Take what I need and leave." And as I'm trying to put all my clothes back on, this other performer and this woman in a green dress walk in through the same door and I'm like trying to put my clothes on but I I don't want to disrupt their whatever is about to happen so I just like scurry like I don't even make eye contact with them like I duck my head and just like grab my clothes and run out which I feel like added to this woman's 
fear yes. and anxiety for what's about to happen to her. And I'm very curious to know. Like, I wish I could find the woman in the red dre- or green dress and say, like, the woman in the green dress. Ooh, how that's r- a movie waiting to happen. I know, honestly, the woman, I'm in the, right now. the girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I join Sean as I'm like partially clothed. Oh yeah, you're still. I'm missing some things. Yes. yes. Okay. And my table's like, what happened? He was like, I was just making for a shot. <laughs> um, and then we, the show continues and it, as it starts to wind down, the queen does her final dance. Well, let's not ruin anything. I know. I don't want to say anything about that, but um, we have dessert. Mm-hmm. Want, and dessert. Do you want to talk about dessert? Oh, dessert. Dessert me. So there's this, everyone is encouraged to go dance and Hunter was pulled away by an actress, so I had no partner, so I was just walking around. And then I <laughs> saw that um, performers were feeding people chocolate cake. So, mm-hmm. of course, I'm first in line. <laughs> <laughs> and they... They get a spoon and they centrally feed you this delicious chocolate peanut butter cake. And I mean, it's kind of free range with the amount of touching you want and the yeah. bites that you want. So I went around to four or five people and yeah, I don't think you knew that. I literally went to every single cake station. <laughs> cake and, station. Cake <laughs> station. Don't miss any cake stations. Yeah. And the, the lead guy who was in the play was feeding cake. So I, of course, went up to him. Because he was like the brawny man. He looked exactly like the brawny man. He had like this full You said that beard. he was ugly, but the brawny no. man is quite attractive. No, he was not ugly. And oh, those, you... he had thighs. Thighs for days. Pies and ties. So I wrapped my pie arms around his thigh legs and just... Ate that cake. cake that is cake, so cake, bizarre. Cake, cake. And then we were both just kind of like looking at each other, like, what just happened? Yeah. And that was it. Queen of the night. Yeah. So I suggest you all go tickets to, get tickets to see it during Two the weekday. Up. Very huge thumbs up. During the weekday, it's about 125, and I think on the weekend, it's about 200. So Jeez. I imagine the weekend, you probably get more alcohol because mm. we yeah. had about two bottles of wine each, and then I had. Two or three cocktails. So it's all you could drink? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And how long was it? How how long was the whole experience? We got there at 7.50. We didn't leave until midnight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I was texting you, like, where are you? And you're like, still here. <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah. So it's like a five-hour ordeal, 200 bucks, and it's like in Midtown. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I just don't know about it. But you said there was like 200 people there. So yes. people know about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. I found it very interesting that it was like in Midtown, like just right next to like yeah. Jersey Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a, a different audience getting out of those. Yeah. So what, what, what was the audience like, would you say? Like, was oh, it young? Young, young. Hip, rich, cool. Um, yeah, totally. Like, like social network crowd. Like, like the movie like, The Social Network? You know, like, like when you would watch the like slow motion parties at Harvard and The Social Network and it's like like bo- like rugby guys and boxers doing coke. Like it's that crowd. At I really didn't need to re-see The Social Network because I don't remember that scene. I, I'd, I'd like to see that. The... Rugby boys, yeah. That was a good movie. It was, it was a scene from um, The Great Gatsby. Very 100%. Great Gatsby too, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and your attire, let's not... Forget you gala. had to wear gala attire, so yes. you were both. And just as a preference fe- to the audience, it's perfectly fine if you say gala. It's perfectly fine if you say gala. It's gala, recommended gala, if you say gala. Gala. It's rec- It's the doctor recommends that you say gala. Mm-hmm. Um. So you were both wearing like nice. Well, you were wearing like a weird nineteen twenties velvet dress. It worked. It totally worked for the. It was very event. appropriate. I know they. Whenever we walked in, several people gave it. Several people gave us compliments, but. Mm-hmm. 
We were you have suspicious. To do the damn we, were, thing. we were suspicious that they were just doing that to, make <laughs> to everyone. Yeah. yeah, you look so nice. Oh, no, it was actors like this. telling you. It was you. like this, darling. You're delicious. Oh, actors yeah. were telling you. I thought it was like fellow patrons. Well, oh, no. you know what? It's like good for something like that that you guys really did the damn thing because I like mm-hmm. it better when people are. You have to give in to the experience, and it all starts yeah. with just doing what they tell you to do. Yeah. Like come dress like they tell you to. And dress. you know what? Because of that, I think that we were selected more because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, you we came. Were down yeah, to have a good time. Totally, totally. Yeah. Even though, so it's very funny that everybody just wanted to like. Talk, talk to you love. and people wanted to like destroy Hunter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I was funny. I was selected at three different times for different yeah. things. Yeah. I, I think I just had this like budding virgin look to me. So do you think, yeah, do you think that you were selected more because you looked more innocent or because you looked more like messed up? <laughs> well, I also think it has to do that we were okay being separated because yeah. these actors are very aware of oh, the people yeah. who were there. Yeah. And also we were not coupled. Everyone at our table, it was like three older women and then two couples who were on top of each other and yeah. they rarely pulled couples apart. Yeah. And they I, could tell that you two were not a couple. Exactly. Huh. Yes. Really? I, I mean, know. she was all on top of me, and I was I'm like sure. pushing, pushing her. Huh. My bitch, tongue was practically down his throat. Yeah. So that's really interesting. I um, I wonder if anybody did. Did you see anybody that just like went like alone? No. No. Everybody was, with, somebody. was with someone. Yeah. Okay. And you know, it's interesting. Like, I sort of don't want to go back because it was such a unique experience, but. Yeah. It would be cool to go back because I know I would have a different one. Totally different yeah. experience. Sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't even see everything. I At one point when I yeah. was trying to find Sean, I just kind of like wandered through part of the theater and I walked into an entirely white bathroom that was like part tile, part stalactites or stalagmites, depending on <laughs> which way if, they're facing. Which way yeah. they're facing. Um, and there was a, a grotto where a, wo- a naked woman in a Venetian mask was bathing herself and smiling. I didn't see any of this. Yeah. Yeah. Was, and it's did like, you see is... the knife room? No. There was, there was a knife room and there was a place where you could be tied up and whipped. And while I was talking about love, all I heard was, which, which, ah! Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't even see that. And see, this is what you two saw, but, like, if we got two more people, they I would know. not have seen anything. I know. Yeah. God, I wonder how big... You, like, say this place was only, like... I only saw a very small portion of I it. I feel like I this place must have been, like, an entire building. Like, huge. What's yeah. the entrance? Like, outside, is there a big sign that says, like, Queen of the Night? Or is it, like, no, very hidden? No, no. Nothing. Oh, it's very... It. Oh, yeah. so it's just, like, a door. Right. And, oh. and they had this, like... It almost looks like... It's under construction. Yeah. Wow. It's like it's like particle board that's just been like boarded up and there's like mm-hmm. there's like a little tiny sign that says like entrance. And the only way I knew what it was is the the entire front was covered in newspapers, but there were horseshoes written on them. And the place that we were going was the diamond horseshoe. Yeah. So I was like, oh I think Wait, there was hor- horseshoes drawn. Drawn on the paper. Wow, so they really, like, turn, like, they do the damn thing. They turn it into, yeah. like, an experience, yeah. like, from the get-go. And yeah. as you're coming in, they hand you a cocktail. They're like, do you want a bush or do you want a gentleman? Mm-hmm. Ew. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. sexy. <laughs> I took a gentleman. You took a bush, right? No, I took a gentleman. What's the bush? Vodka. What's the gentleman? Whiskey. Straight, both? No. Uh-huh. Cocktail. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. Um, so, go see Queen of the Night. Go. Do it. Now, Hunter, we have a question that we ask all of our... Rat City guests. Okay. And the question is, if you were a rat and you could do anything in the world ever that you want to do as a rat, 
As just as a rat. As a rat. No, so you have open access to anything. But I there are no powers granted to me as no. a rat. No, no, only but, what a rat can but do. A rat can sneak in and Oh yeah. So what would you do? Where would you go? What would you do? I would sneak in and be like a rat in the Queen of the Night Theater. Really? Oh. And I would watch everything every night. Really? Because mm. I feel like that would be the most entertaining thing in the world. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Delicious food, too. Yeah. Oh, scrap I mean... Well, if they can open up the pig and you're inside of the, it. The best scrap you could ever wish that's for. A, that's very... That's a good answer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. I would... I think that would be really cool just to see that over and over every yeah. night. scrap for days. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Okay. Very good. You could be part of the show. Rat of the night. I am a part of the show. <laughs> Hunter Chambers, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Hunter. Thanks for coming. What? Assisting that spring, we have mm -hmm. seven salacious songs for you to sidle onto your spring playlist. Sp <laughs> um, just <laughs> like just some excellent songs. So, just some stuff that we're listening to right now that we thought that you might enjoy. One EXO by Beyonce. Two Fancy by Iggy Azalea. I love you, puppy. 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 Four. Happily by One Direction. Five. Drake. Worst behavior. Motherfucker never loved her. Fucker never loved her. You ain't know now, you know now. Still at a scrub jays with a toothbrush. Six, Kid Cudi, Balmain Jeans. Been such a And seven, last but not least, Rich Homie Quan, type of way. And joy. <laughs> Thank you all so much again for listening to this episode of Rat City Radio. We love you so much, and we're so happy to have you here. Don't forget to vote for us to see One Direction in the front row. We'll put it on our website. We put it on our website every day. <laughs> you have to just vote every day, that's all, and click on it every day. And whoever votes for us every single day and tells us that they do it gets a special Rat City Radio prize pack. I'll go buy some stuff now for the bag. <laughs> exactly. So, as always, we're available 24-7. You can wake us up in the middle of the night if you need to talk to us. We'll take that We call. are literally always available to talk. So, we are available at RatCityRadio.com. You can email us at RatCityRadio at gmail.com. 
We would love for you to follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Tumblr, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Rat City Radio. And today we're going to leave you with a little tune called Afternoon Delight. <laughs> Smooches, babies. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Always gonna be here anyway